Hey everybody, welcome to our first real episode. So in our introductory episode, I laid down this idea that Jewish life is supposed to be successful and that's what this podcast is going to be all about. So the question I want to talk about today is, does that mean financial success? You know, because you could think that financially, you know, money is not the most important value for the Jewish people. So it doesn't have to be that we're financially successful. Success doesn't necessarily include that. So what's the story supposed to be with our, our financial situation? Are we supposed to struggle? Are we supposed to just get by and have like what our family needs plus a little bit? Or something more than that? So I'm going to share with you a perspective which may not be exactly what you're expecting. It comes from a sikha of the Rebbe, Parshas Truma, Tavshan and Beis, the last year of the Rebbe's sikha, the last time the Rebbe spoke about Parshas Truma. In the Sicha, the Rebbe talks a lot about the fact that the first thing that the Yidin gave to the Mishkan was gold. And the Rebbe really digs into the significance of that. And if you want to see how the Rebbe brings it out, you're going to have to go and learn the Sicha. But the message that the Rebbe sends is that every Jew is really rich. Not just can be rich, but actually is rich inside. If you look at the, the Neshama, the essence of what a Jew is, really we're rich. So it's a fascinating idea because, you know, it's one thing to say, uh, you know, you have inside of you more intellectual potential or more spiritual potential or potential for uh, better midas or something like that. But to say that you have like wealth inside of you, money inside of you waiting to come out, it's kind of a funny idea. But this is what the Rebbe says. So in this sikha, the word the Rebbe keeps using again and again is ashiris, rich, wealth, right? Wealth, like the Rebbe says in a, in a mimer where the Rebbe also talks about this topic, is not just it's not just uh, you know, enough to fill a person's lacking. It's actual wealth. It's actually having a lot. And the way the Rebbe describes it is that it should be enough wealth that we're able to give a lot of tzedakah, that we're able to have total menuchas and nefesh in, in serving Hashem. We can feel relaxed. We can do mitzvahs behidr, lifnim mehidr, in the most beautiful way, you know, the most beautiful tefillah, the most beautiful mezuzahs, most beautiful every mitzvah, that, you know, it can really add up to a lot. So this is the type of wealth that the Rebbe is talking about that gives us total peace of mind and allows us to fulfill mitzvahs in the absolute most beautiful way financially. Okay, so I can imagine you might be thinking, you know, there seem to be sources to the contrary that tell us not to expect to have money or not to value the pursuit of money. Um, there's a, a letter, I believe, where the Rebbe says, uh, emphasizing to someone that you can't earn even one cent more than what Hashem allots for you on Rosh Hashanah. If you are learning Tanya in the summer, then you're learning Yeras HaKodesh, where the Alter Rebbe talks a lot about, you know, really not having much at all and still giving tzedakah, even when you don't have much at all. Um, you know, talking about poverty, basically. You might know the story of the Alter Rebbe where the Alter Rebbe wanted Russia to win the war against France because France was going to be good for the Jews materially and the Alter Rebbe thought that it was going to be better, uh, knew that it was going to be better if Russia won the war and the Jews didn't have so much money. There's a mimer of the Mithra Rebbe I once saw that speaks about the Dora Flaga and how they built the Migdal Babel and how that represented the idea of like the, the klipa of desiring to accomplish just for the sake of accomplishment, you know, which you can definitely see in the business world. So seemingly we have all these sources that negate the idea of having money and also negate the idea of desiring money and pursuing money passionately. So 
I think that the answer is that in this sikha of Truman and Bez that I mentioned, the Rebbe is presenting an alternate paradigm. And if you take this paradigm, you can, you know, you can see how it's different and how all those sources don't negate it. So, for example, the idea of, of you can't make one cent more than what Hashem sets up for you on Rosh Hashanah. So a couple of things about that. First of all, who says that Hashem didn't set up a lot for you on Rosh Hashanah? We know that the fact that Hashem set it up on Rosh Hashanah, that's only one part of the process. But the Rebbe Rashab in Kuntra Sumayin explains that it also says Adam did Yom. And there's a process of, of daily hamshacha, uh, of daily bringing down what is set up for us on Rosh Hashanah. So it's really not just like it happens once Rosh Hashanah and it's done. Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the process. So I think that from the perspective of knowing that Hashem loves us and we trust Hashem, we shouldn't assume that Hashem only set up for us less than what we need on Rosh Hashanah. Also, the way that the Rebbe speaks about it in the Sikha, this is uh, just a possibility, but it sounds like the Rebbe is saying that this is essentially built into a Yid, which you could argue is higher than the whole idea of Seder Shtashlis. That's getting a little deeper into the Kabbalah of these things. We're not going to get into that now. But I think it's safe to say that it's not a contradiction. Um, moving on to what it says in Tanya about, about being poor and, and giving tzedakah when you're poor and all that. So it seems to me that this is a, a simple difference of the Tukufa of the Alter Rebbe and the Tukufa of the Rebbe. Um, it's a very different time living in Russia versus living in America. And more importantly, being you know, in the middle of Golis, towards the end of Golis, versus being very close to the Geula. In the Sikha of Truman and Beis, the Rebbe talks about as a comparison to what he's speaking about in the Sikha, the Rebbe brings that when the Yidin went out of Mitzrayim, what happened was that they, they took the gold and silver from the Mitzrim, and they took it before they went out of Mitzrayim. That was the timing. It was in the time period just before the Geula from Mitzrayim. That was when they took the gold and silver. That was when they became rich. So the Rebbe says the same thing here, that in our time period, which is the time period right before the Geula, something that the Rebbe emphasized again and again in the last... A uh, couple of years of sikhas, so it's a time before the geula and geula dika things are happening, and this is one of the geula type of things that's happening is that this wealth, which is inherent to the neshama of every yid, is actually available to us practically. As for that idea from the Mitzvah Rebbe about the the klipa of of pursuing money just for the sake of accomplishment, so this is not what we're talking about. If you look at the sikha of, of truma that I'm basing all this on. The Rebbe is making very clear over there that it's just like the Yidin had their gold and silver from Mitzrayim to give to the Mishkan, so too we're talking about being rich for a godly purpose, for having what we need in order to serve Hashem b'menuchas nefesh, for doing mitzvahs in the most beautiful way, for providing for our family abundantly. We're not talking about egotistical purposes over here, we're talking about holy purposes. And I think that that's part of the key to unlocking the wealth that's within us, and it has nothing to do with the idea of it being a klipa to pursue wealth for our own purposes. It's a totally different type of thing. So if you're with me in this, you're probably wondering like, okay, so how do we get there? So I have a lot to say about that. We're going to get back to it in future episodes of Mr. Hashem. What I want to say for now is that start to just make the mindset shift, to shift your expectation, to, to know that Hashem is saying in his Torah, these are the Rebbe's words in Sikha, Hashem is paskening in his Torah that a Yid is shaykh to gold and a Yid can have a shiras and a Yid actually already has a shiras and if we don't see it, we just have to reveal it through our Avaidah. Even if you don't know how yet, but you just put yourself in that mindset and wonder about how, that already is a great step, a great first step in the right direction.